a song. Breaking yeah. Benjamin released a song called The Red Cold River two weeks ago okay. on their official Vivo. Now, Damn. I don't I don't think I've heard a new song that had like instruments in it in probably two years. <laughs> and like the little band? bit I remember about yeah, like a band. But the little bit I remember about <laughs> Breaking Benjamin is they had those. So I'm excited to yeah. take a listen here to Is it uh, is it Feed the Wolf? No, it's Red Cold River, released two weeks ago. Oh, so Feed the Wolf is one week ago. So if you want that new, if you want that oh, new shit. Oh, hold on. Oh, wow. They must have just yeah. dropped a brand new uh, Feed the Wolf, which is probably Feed the Wolf is audio only. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I wanted to react to the video. I wanted people to hear my audible reaction to that visuals. Okay. Hey, whoa. I, I mean, I, if, you, if that's going to be more compelling, then yeah. Okay. Hold on. Yeah, so we can do yeah, we can do Red Cold River if it's gonna be more of like a more of a thing. I got mine queued up at the zero second mark. I'm just confused as to why they think that they could do something like this. (laughs) Why they thought they could release a video? No, 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 because I'm listening to Feed the Wolf and it's they have drums in there, there's guitars, and they're singing, and I'm sick of it, honestly. (laughs) I'm just sick of it. Like, that was cool, like, early 2000s. Yeah, that was fun. That was like, you go to Hot Topic, you get your band tea. Nobody wants bands anymore. There's not, there's no purpose. Yeah, no, it's now you go to your Kroger and you get your solo cup. We just need the guy or the girl or whatever you're listening to. We don't need the whole, it's not the the whole thing. Yeah, well, hold on, let me hear any of the words real quick. Because maybe there's something redeeming in the lyrics. Ugh. <laughs> what do we got here? Man, I sure would like to know. Man, okay, so cool thing about Breaking Benjamin. Uh, oh, I, is I there? still don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, funny, crazy thing about this, it hasn't changed. Yeah, Neato. well, see, but, no, but here's and here's the thing. Wild. Here's wait. Let me, give me a second. Okay. <laughs> this is, um, well, you know, like how Maroon 5 was a band at a point. Maroon 5 was I, a band. I've heard. And then, yeah. and then they started being just each new album they release, it would just become less and less of a band. And it, yeah, it was more, more and more Adam of Levine. just, yeah, I want more and more just Adam Levine. And it got more poppy and good. Mm-hmm. It got better. It got like to how music should have always been. And yeah, and you know, and a lot of people have kind of started doing that that sort of thing, like even even people because oh, yeah, rock music is straight up dead. Yeah, yeah, and and that's and that's good. Sometimes things need to die. But Breaking Benjamin's over here, uh, just rolling around in the grave, saying, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, not yet, baby." <laughs> Listen yeah, to this. Me. I got instruments. I got and and we're one of the big boys too. We're one of the ones you really remember. It's like we're the one that's gonna bring rock music back. We're gonna bring. We're gonna feed the wolf, baby. Audio only. Because <laughs> a video would be too. A video is just like them give it throwing meat at a wolf, and you don't need to see that. Like, like I mean, I would kind of like that. to like. 
It's just because I like those music videos where it's just like tour footage. And so I like to think that it's just them <laughs> at a zoo and there's like a spot where you can just feed a wolf. And so it's just that sounds they make. How, mon- over footage of them how just- mundane of a zoo has a like I'll say a wolf is the most exotic animal I could see at a zoo and still be bored out of my mind. No, now hold on. But here is like, the thing, like- though. Well, you yeah. got to take into account is that the thing that makes it interesting that other zoos don't offer is that okay. if you go to a regular zoo, Ooh. the animals that you can yeah. feed are flamingos yeah. and mm-hmm. giraffes. None of those are okay. animals that would like to kill you. With a, with a wolf, ah. it's just, oh, I'm going to throw I, meat. Like, you don't get to feed lions. You don't get to throw chunks of, of meat to I, a bear. I am going to agree about the point that a flamingo doesn't want to kill me, but I'll sideline that for the point of conversation. <laughs> you know, they aren't born pink. That's just like blood meat that gets into their feathers and it stains them over time. Uh, and that's, that's a whole thing about flamingos. I mean, I know that they aren't born pink. I think they're born like a disgusting gray, if I recall correctly. <laughs> no, the most... crazy thing is it's blue. Uh, they're just they're the only other animal that dyes their hair. It's, they're born blue and they like pink. All of them as a whole species and they just redo it. See, pink is good. Pink does pop music. Yeah. It doesn't try to do an actual band thing. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but pink has done literally one song Eight times, and that's been her past eight singles. Oh no, same no, song. no! She had the one that featured the guy from Fun, and that was good. No, it's it's everything after that. If you've listened to it, has been the same song. She's literally released the one song eight times. Well, you know, here's the thing about it though: is that is that mm-hmm. you can say what you want about Pink. She doesn't care what you think. I will. She oh, she will God. never care what you think. Be yourself, Drew. And and also the F word because also, because uh, people can't say that in pop songs unless you pink. And only pink, <laughs> pink right. actually got a uh, she got a letter from a doctor that lets her those her swear big time on a uh, pop. <laughs> swear big time on. <laughs> yeah. See, if uh, you were to listen uh, to uh, if you were to listen to Sia, <laughs> she would never use that. <laughs> would never use the f word in a song and she also would never say hey i don't care yeah. what you think about me most of sia's songs it makes me kind of feel bad for her life because all of them pretty much amount to look i have i have almost died a million times i can never die it it's not even it's not <laughs> it's not like oh i'm so great that that i'll never die it's it's like, oh, I'm unstoppable. I just, I literally yeah. cannot be killed. I am a god here. Or even worse, yeah. just like some kind of cursed hermit. <laughs> just must. <laughs> and I feel like that's, you know, she has so much wisdom. And so I have, I like that version a lot more of Sia. And that's why I like Sia more than Pink. But Pink wouldn't care about what I have to say. And that's part of the problem. Because cause really... It, it's Sia loves you unconditionally, but you want Pink's approval. That depends on which song you're listening to. I'm pretty sure that Sia. I'm pretty sure that judging by Sia's lyrics, is that she may love me unconditionally, but I'm almost positive I've cheated on her a lot because that's also in many Sia yeah. songs. It's just, and I don't want to yeah. cheat on Sia. I want to cheat on Pink, 
but I know that if I do, she's just going to go get wasted and she's not going to care about what I think. You know, at least at least see it. Yeah, she wants to she wants to get better or she just wants to drink like in chandelier. But even then, the song isn't necessarily positive. It's just kind of about drinking for the sole purpose of not having to think about anything. So if we learned anything in this first eight minutes, it is that Pink and Breaking Benjamin don't matter. One of them would care, and Sia is pretty good. Flamingos are also born blue. They get murder meat. (laughs) Yeah, they get murder meat, and they also just dye their hair pink. Uh, Why is this not that? It's a comedy podcast. (laughs) We, uh, 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 (laughs) boy howdy. Um, It's essentially... the, man, calling it cost-benefit uh, analysis applied to silly things just makes the show, it sounds like, whenever I, I feel like when I describe the show that way, I feel like the closest situation is like, I'm not, uh, I'm not the host, I'm, I'm friends with the host, and they wanted me to put in a good word with someone else, but I don't like the show. And so now, I had to put in let a me, good Let word. me ask you this, though, is that... Yeah. Is that, have you, like, because when we say it here, it's between me and you. We don't have a person reacting to it saying, oh, okay. It's like, have you, have you presented the show that way to, um, to somebody like outside of the podcast and gauge their reaction? Like just, just next time you're at work Uh, or something. Yeah. Just, just Uh, say, hey, cost benefit analysis for silly things and then just see what they do. And, and see if, if they go, oh, oh, okay. Or if they're just like, oh. So just like being alive sometimes. Is. Yeah, like how being alive is for most other things you do. And I'm like, yeah, just eh, like a little a bit. bit. Kind of like now, that. I think you like don't get to pick. And it's like, ah, so even more like life. Because that's just kind of what happens. Now yeah, see what I'm like, doing makes wanna... it sound like I'm vindictive about the podcast. But my friends are doing it. So I like it. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I have to I have to describe it and when I, like when I when I describe it to people in real life, you know, like whenever I um I uh bring up my podcast apropos of nothing uh and just kind of force mm-hmm. it into a conversation when people don't want to talk about it or anything mm-hmm. related to it. Uh I most often just goes like I, I think I just like you know when you choose, like you know when you pick between <laughs> things? Uh we do that for an hour. <laughs> And none of it matters, but people listen to it, um, and that's how it is, and that's the show. And I can I can respect that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can because res- because whenever I talk to anybody about it, they say so. It's just you and your friend talk about funny things, and I say no, we don't talk about funny things. We make the things we talk about funny, and then they yeah. say, oh okay, and then they usually are in the middle of like an actual task they're trying to do. So they, um, <laughs> they forget. I talk to them. Can you help me with this box? And then you're like, well, see, we get submissions, uh, from our audience. And, yeah, people, uh, like sometimes I'm like around the queries. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and then, sorry. And like this box is like, nice. <laughs> that happens. Like, yeah. This box is like real heavy. If you, if you could, if you could help with the box and I'm like, yeah, it's like the themes are real neat. Cause, uh, because they're like stuff like we've done magic and we've done video games and then they're now they're being crushed by the box on kind of it being really a job for two people um which is it's like i work at like a pizza hut so what kind of box would that be what would that even have been 
Um, probably a new franchise that you're bringing in. I don't. I'm trying to think. This bit isn't funny. Uh, no, I like I like box delivered franchises. That's good. And with that in mind, nice. we should jump to the first question that's entirely related. Drew, I'm going to ask you yeah. first. Um, okay. I don't. I don't know how to preface it. Um, but okay, Drew, you're yeah. really. You're really trying to figure out a lot about me. Like you want to just be able to like okay. walk into my room and you want to just look around and you want to to really just learn as much as you can about very specific things about my life. Um so why oh, like home style, okay. Yeah, uh, sure. Sure. You could take that okay. when the questions I ask. Um so Drew, I have <laughs> to ask why my aura not menorah? Okay. Um. Hmm. Oh, and this question uh, is from friend of the show, uh, Paul Smith. Thank you, thank you, Paul. Paul. Thank you, Paul. Uh, this was originally ooh from our holidays episode. If I remember correctly, that that episode sucked. Um, you do remember correctly. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, he. All right. So I'm trying to. I'm trying to learn about you. Honestly, knowing. This is that's such a low ball, man. Knowing that you're Jewish doesn't really tell me anything. That could just be you were born into that because your mom was Jewish. Your aura, though, one, I have to assume that it's as tangible to me in this situation as a physical menorah that is real. So knowing I mean, that you have an aura says a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it says a lot. Works. It, it, being able to see your aura, just it just tells me more. A, that you're a person with an aura. You know how many Jewish people there are? There's like a lot of them. There's at least 15. And you know how many people have auras? Three. So if you're one of the three with aura, like that's what? so much easier. Like, oh, yeah. Like, okay, I get it. He's got an aura. All right. He's the murderer. Like, done. My Sherlock Holmes business is finished and I can move on with my day. Okay, so follow-up question, though. Yeah, okay. What color do you think my aura would be? Oh, uh, uh, chartreuse. Nice. <laughs> nice. Good. Good. I was hoping. I was trying I was trying to, to give off that aura. Yeah, that chartreuse vibe. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was uh, trying to, to really excrete a chartreuse uh, aura. Man, the thought of an from aura my being psyche. something that is excreted... <laughs> It's like way worse. From like I, I, think I like, read it from my psyche. That's what I do. Like imagine like you walk into your kid's room and they're watching anime. It's that point in their life, you know, they're like eight. And then you know, you're trying to be a parent, you're trying to be engaged, and so you're like, Oh, hey, what's what's it about? I know about animes, you know, I was around. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, well, see, in this one, all the kids they excrete auras, and I would immediately be like super upset. Uh, I'd be, I'd be like, like, well, how, how do they excrete it? And also <laughs> what do the auras do? Like, is it one of those things where your aura determines your type of powers? Like, oh, I have to excrete my lightning aura, which is like a horrible yellow, which is okay. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I don't want to think about excreting. It's as soon as you start getting aura. into the. That's just pee pee. Yeah, I don't as soon as that no more. <laughs> Drew, what's my question? What's the question for me? <laughs> you're 
Your question is for friend of the show, Lenny Lees. Hey, friend of the show. Thank you, Lenny. Yeah, thank you, Lenny. Uh, Originally, this is actually from our fan-submitted themes episode, so we got a bunch of different themes, uh, which, Mm -hmm. by the way, that... uh, You know what? We're going to announce that at the end of this episode. Fuck it. So you're going to have to wait around about 50 minutes, bitch. (laughs) Um, But fucking ooh, or just click anywhere uh this the theme he submitted was it uh, was aquatic life mm-hmm. and uh daniel you are in a weird i can only assume comic book gladiator arena uh mm-hmm. let's say it, and it's like ran by evil aquaman and he makes underwater gladiators fight to the death and there's there's room though to make lively entertainment. There's a room that has various aquatic weapons for you to take in, and you're like about to go to a fight. You don't exactly know what you, what your opponent's gonna have, yeah. and so you're just kind of looking and you're trying to gleam up uh, your best option. And so with that in mind, uh, the question Lenny Lee's asks is, uh, why a hammerhead shark and not a swordfish? Hmm. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, this is actually a g- very good question for me because in any video mm-hmm. game I play or any real life thing that I do, whenever the hammer is an option, I always go for the hammer, even if there's just better stuff. If it's, if it's a game that's like, oh, hey, you could have a shotgun or this hammer. And I go, yes, baby, give me that hammer. I'm going to smack some things. Give me that hammer. Um, but, but. Here, here is my main thing about an aquatic. What is it? An aquatic tournament to the death underwater? It's a, yeah, it's a gladiator arena ran by an evil Aquaman. Okay, gladiator arena went, mm-hmm. ran by Aquaman, and I am using a, a evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, evil Aquaman. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> Regular Aquaman, <laughs> evil. You know. And so I, I'm going in with a hammerhead shark. I don't know what anybody's have, but. A hammerhead shark, just in general, is bigger than your common swordfish is going to be. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a a bigger weapon, and mm, and that okay. is good. But more importantly than that, is that if this is taking place underwater and the other people that I am fighting are also humans, no one is gonna yeah. be able to hurt anyone else. Your arms can't move fast enough submerged in water. So what it really comes down mm-hmm. to is, is if they're coming at me with a swordfish or any kind of actual weapon, I have a big hammerhead shark. I just move that in the way. And this, this is, of course, just me trying to avoid attacks with a big giant shark while people are swinging uh-huh. around other stuff until the inevitable drowning that we're all going to do. <laughs> <laughs> which which is just so if if it comes down to it i'm not gonna waste all the extra all the extra energy on swinging around this swordfish and trying to stab at anyone no yeah. i want my big bulky ass shark i'm just gonna hold on to uh-huh. it and stand behind it and hopefully the shark will need to swim upward at some point so i can breathe and not just drown and wear my bones and body out by just flailing around underwater all right. Well, then, well, see. All right, so here, here's my thing, though. So, with, so with that, that means the assumption is, uh, hopefully, before you just, just straight up drown, uh, the hammerhead shark takes care of not only the opponent's weapon, their swordfish, but also the opponent on account of hammerhead sharks eat uh, animals. 
Why though? Because I would think that would just it would eventually still eat you. It is still a shark. Like, why bring it in at all? Because then you, you like a swordfish isn't going to try to fight you. It's going to just swim away and leave. And so, well, why would you bring a predator into the situation at all? Because it is my weapon. And the thing about weapons is that aside from grenades and rocket launchers, you can't actually damage uh-huh. yourself with your own weapons in in any type of <laughs> combat scenarios that I've seen. Now, if I take, if I'm over here. And I'm pulling the pin on like some grenade ass pufferfish with shrapnel spines that go off everywhere. <laughs> then yeah, okay, that can hurt me. But if I am choosing a weapon and I'm specifically choosing a water based weapon, and I take the hammerhead shark, that thing's not going to hurt me. It is a melee weapon. It yeah. especially can't hurt me. There's no range. There's not even a ricochet yeah. shot. If you want to go into one of those kinds of things, no, it's just a big bulky fuck. And I just, I just yeah. carry that around. It's like your gun doesn't just turn around and shoot you in the head. I can't think of any games where you can stab <laughs> yourself unless you're Yoshimitsu. And even then. Yeah. And, but even then, it's like the point. Yeah. It's like, that's ah, the whole deal. Um, okay. Yeah. Cause, uh, cause I mean, otherwise then like you would be like, oh, I could, I'll get an electric eel, like some kind of whip thing, but it's going to cause a lot of environmental damage. Cause that's yeah, its whole environmental thing. Environmental damage but you're gonna be does in the exist. Yeah. It, and that one, because yeah. it is an AOE damage, I would I, mm-hmm. I would be the first one in that area, and I, the best yeah, I could so do is just not fire it. But even yeah. then, I'm, just, okay. I'm still just getting attacked by the other thing, and it doesn't have any of the defensive stats of a hammerhead shark because it's a blunt weapon, and so it has a little bit more blocking power. Yeah, because they, they don't have a special subsection for whips specifically. They're just classified with the other blocks. Yeah, that's right. you got to take a shield, and I think you only get one. I don't know if it's like a combo where you can get an eel and, I don't know, a, a seashell, whatever. I don't know uh, what it would yeah, be yeah, in, yeah, this, in this video game scenario I've invented in my brain. But yeah. yeah, that's why a hammerhead shark, swordfish, like, it's it's it, what is it essentially is is going strength versus dex. And it's yeah. in underwater. Dex is just not not gonna do you any good. It's just bad. The best you can do is swim. Even then, that's just you, that you have to push the key to to put your weapon back into your inventory yeah. so that you don't get like the speed reduction. And so then it's just a race, and that's not that's not a fight to the death. This is wrong. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah, swim being a skill, it's actually its own check. I don't think. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's just oh hey um do you have do you have a relevant skill to make the check um oh it's a constitution dc it's a constitution based uh difficulty so and that just is like if you fail it you drown and then you die which <laughs> is how that goes. and if i know anything about people who build a lot of dexterity that's typically rogue classes and they don't build high constitution no, uh, they really don't. Their whole thing is to get in and out. Um, yeah, it's just, I'm so sneaky. I'm going to steal from my party. Today. I'm going to go back and just talk shit about rogues for a little bit. God, the <laughs> players who choose to play rogues oh, in any campaign would... are since all garbage. Since we're going back, yeah, and, uh, and bringing <laughs> back, them out, and we're bringing you. back all the Old, old bits. All right, Daniel, so let's say you have a four-way fight. <laughs> One person's... Okay. What? One person's got a got a hammerhead shark. One person's got a swordfish. One person has a Britney Spears. Uh, and what what was the other one? Oh, God damn it. Uh, Jennifer Swords. And there's a person with a Jennifer Swords. 
So out, okay. of, out of that four-way battle, who do you think is the ultimate winner there? Um, honestly, I think the Britney Spears. It's it's so thin. It's thin, yeah. and it has and it has the length. I mean, it's essentially just a harpoon in your hands. That's yeah. That's yeah, easy. It's like it's hydro. Yeah, that yeah, that one that hydro- one is more built for water combat than the fish are. <laughs> yeah. just, you can't millions do of about years it. of evolution can get fucked because they didn't invent the goddamn spear. You know, spear fish out of here. Especially because it's the That's Britney real- Spears. Uh, you have multiple. Yeah, you get a bunch of them. Yeah, and you know, just dual wield or put some in your inventory. Dual wield- wielding spears sounds like a bad idea. Um, <laughs> Drew, you want to get you want to you want to really show. Oh man, well, uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> this is a stupid <laughs> question. This is a stupid question, and I don't know how to to best uh, throw it together. Um, it is. Hell yeah. I don't know who it's by. Oh shit! Oh god! I don't. I need to get a better. Okay, this is by Paul Smith, as it usually is. Friend of the show, Paul Smith from Nutrition and Wellness. Thank you, Paul Smith, for your wonderful question. And this question is: is why CrossFit and not crossbow flex? Now, I'm looking up what a crossbow flex is, but the way that he wrote it, it's not like a crossbow flex. It's a crossbow flex, which I can only assume means to hold a crossbow and just like show your muscles. Because I cannot find what else it could possibly be. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I think I think I'm seeing a longboard, which makes less sense to me. I'm looking up what a crossbow flex is. So, so I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I see it. It's yeah, that it's, or just flexing with a okay. crossbow. So, Drew, why? Yeah. <laughs> here, I, now, here's the thing: you need to either okay, you need to you need to go down a hill real quick <laughs> while weaving in and out of traffic, and also hit a target that is far yeah. away. <laughs> so, you can use either of the crossbow yeah. flex ones. So why, Drew, why CrossFit and not crossbow flags? Here's your very good question. I look forward to your incredibly good answer. Man, hell yeah. Uh, see, here's the thing, dude. Whenever – so I, so just, you know, podcast aside, <laughs> we, like how often how often are you in a situation where you have to go down a hill and weave in and out of traffic while going down a hill, as well as hit someone who's long range. Like that's not a common occurrence. I'm, I, I think the best thing I can think of is like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm pretty sure do it at least once somewhere, but I have no proof to back yeah. that up. It just sounds like a thing that Raphael would do, or not Raphael. Who's the one with the size? Is yeah. that Mike? That's Michelangelo. Uh, Ra- the one the with size the- is Raphael. Mike Michelangelo's got the uh, got the nunchaku. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, you want you want the guy who would throw his little his little shit out. So Raphael. Anyway, yeah. And so, and but like, here's the thing though. So if, I, if that's what I'm trying to do, one, I don't know how to longboard. I don't know how to shoot or hold a crossbow, <laughs> and I've never flexed once in my life. So like that that that's a that is a trifecta of things I don't know how to do. If that's what trifecta meant, which it isn't, <laughs> but. 
by comparison, CrossFit, it is it like like if I'm in a situation where I'm about to crossbow flex, I'm very confused. I don't know what's happening. I I don't know where I am, most likely. But CrossFit's all about muscle confusion. That's like the point of what it is. So my confusion that I'm gonna naturally feel is actually better suited to the CrossFit yeah, that's the environment good than me. Yeah, me and my muscles are on the same wavelength, and so we can actually get what we're trying to do done more effectively. Plus, have you ever seen people who do CrossFit? They're like basically Dragon Ball Z characters, and they can also get people at long range while weaving in because they got instant transmission, they got key blasts, and well, all this shit. Well, to be fair, so only they're not really worry one about of them us. has instant transmission. Yeah, the other ones can just move. Yeah, so that fast it's almost the, the same the thing. <laughs> just. Yeah, then it might as well be identical. But I guess it's a distance thing. But the person's not that far away. I can see them if I'm going to otherwise hit them with a crossbow. So I can just blink between all the different cars and then just key blast them. And then it's over. Like, done. So so you're saying that CrossFit's a better option because you would be Dragon Ball Z. And then you could, you could key blast them from... From from and weave in and out of the traffic, or sorry, your your word was yeah. blink, to, to blink in between yeah, traffic blink. instead of just weave, you know, with just your speed. You instead decide to blink yeah. around in it, and then you hit it with a yeah. key blast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, see, when you say it out loud, it's an obvious <laughs> choice. Like, why would you cross move? No, you're right. When your other option is to be. Is to be Goku. Oh, got it. <laughs> That's good. That is um, CrossFit. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, man. I remember if you actually watch a lot of <laughs> a lot of if you watch original Dragon Ball and you watch Goku's like training rituals, it's just it's just <laughs> it's just running through CrossFit. It's just, yeah, it's just basic entry level CrossFit. <laughs> if anything, if I complete it all, if I got a, I don't know, is there like a bounce system? If I got a <laughs> it's like a playground in a park because there's also trails you can walk on. <laughs> it's just the same fucking thing. All right, uh, Daniel, you are a kaiju Godzilla uh, monster for the purposes of this question, and you have invited your other kaiju Godzilla monsters over to your particular city for just for you know a, a pretty a pretty low key game night affair. Just everyone come over, play a couple mm-hmm. Bordeaux games, kind of a little chill night. You and your Mothra and your Mechagodzilla and your and your scrummy fungus, whatever. That's right. <laughs> With that in mind, uh, it comes now. It comes down to you need a place to set your board game so that you can all play it. So you can get to all the pieces you need to use. You can get to every part of the board and all that. With that in mind, uh, Melanie Jessel asks a question. Uh, it was a re- uh, friend of the show, Melanie Jessel. Thank you, Melanie. Uh, this question was originally submitted for our board mm-hmm. games episode, and again. Godzilla monster, got your Godzilla monster friends here, um, and you're trying to find a place for your board. With that in mind, Melanie asks, Daniel, why tabletop and not rooftop? Mm. And I'm thinking it mostly it's a size issue. Like, you clearly to actually have everyone not be all on top of each other, a rooftop would just be better. But why not that, though? Um, the main The main issue... That you find when you are a Godzilla monster, as I am for the purposes of this question, is is when you, you when are. you come stomping out from your island on on your kaiju island, you come walking, you're like, oh hey, what's Japan up to? And you slowly wade through the waters and you uh-huh. come and you and you ascend from the deep 
And when people see you, they they start making assumptions. They start thinking that really bad stuff's uh-huh. going to happen. And I got three other boys coming. I got three other fellas <laughs> that are coming through here. And so we're we're just we're right, we're all coming, everyone's freaking out. And the one thing and I will admit that it is a problem uh-huh. within within the culture of a kaiju that we are known for breaking buildings is the thing. It is a common, it's a common <laughs> thing. I wish that people wouldn't just assume, but you know, they do. And I understand that there's a lot of, a lot of things that need to change. And what's the first thing to change? Yeah. One, I'm not going to, well, first off, I need to create a, a, a nice dialogue with the regular people. Uh-huh on in Japan or wherever I decide to, to, to place my big kaiju. So yeah, to host. host. And so if I, if I want to show them that I am on the same level, then I need to get on the same level. I can, there are tables everywhere. Uh, like just, well, not everywhere. Cause that'd be weird, but <laughs> there, there are it, not many uh, tables yes. just on rooftops. There are tables like outside of like cafes. There are some parks that have tables mm-hmm. going back to parks. And it's, if, if I'm going to go there and, and people are going to assume that I'm going to just fuck up a building with me and my squad of three uh-huh. guys, one of which is a moth. I'm not, I'm just going to say, tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and let you know. Now we're not going to do anything to the buildings. We're not going near there. I don't need to go to a rooftop to have a good time with my friends. We don't need to stomp directly like through the busiest part of this city. It's like, no, there's nice things on like right there at the, at the edge of the city. It's just like nice little mom Mm -hmm. and pop places. I sit down, go to one of the dive bars. We sit at a table, try with a couple of the regulars. We just put our (laughs) game board just right there. And, and we just we just have a good time. We shoot the shit. We accidentally break bottles in our fingernails when we try to sip from them. But, <laughs> but, but it's a more chill environment because, one, we're not – because we are big. We're not taking up traffic. We're yeah. not accidentally stomping on cars and using them as roller skates. We're not doing any of that stuff. We're just – we're right there. We're right on the, on the outside. And the thing is people will see us. They'll say, oh, okay, they're just – they're just sitting over there, like over at Greg and Mary's Bar Diner with alcohol and cupcakes. That's cool. Maybe go see what's yeah. up. And then I'm bringing all this extra business to to Greg and Mary's Mom and Pop Bakery Diner, whatever the fuck I said. And so we're chilling. Yeah, Everyone's laughing, having a good edges. time. Ironically, we're playing like King of Tokyo. Mm-hmm. So everybody's using their own little kaiju pieces. Ah. And it's just like, and then they'll say that and go, oh, I can appreciate that. And it's just more comfortable environment all around. Yeah, because you're not outside. Like that's going to blow, like you're playing a game like like Monopoly, for example, it's going to blow away all the money, like all the cash. Well, but here's the, the thing. Air. Here's the thing, though, that's is that there's not going to be a whole lot of wind yeah. coming through. We are tremendous beasts. We are, we're blocking. And ah, so if yeah. other people are trying to play games at a table next to us, guess what? They could play outside. They usually can. We can because we're <laughs> going to be standing over and looming over this one spot. It's, it's not like, like there, there'll be multiple tables um, beneath uh, any number of us. And so we're just leaning over. We're putting our pieces. We're blocking the sunlight. Like if, if people don't want to like have all of that 
them them rays. And if they're just like, hey, could you scoot a little bit? You just say sure, and you just scoot ever so slightly, and and then the, and everybody just has a <laughs> has a good time. It's just it's a better environment. Yeah. Now I have uh-huh. a bad question for you. Um, as they have been. I'm excited. Um, let me first yeah. double check and see if there is a difference between these two things. Oh, I, I hope there isn't. I hope you're asking me, like, why a tree, not a tree? Because, man, we have not done that before. All right, let me take a look here. All right, all right, all right. All right. Okay, no, these both have taken me to the exact same uh, Google search results. <laughs> so I guess, I guess, <laughs> fuck, I hate What questions I keep getting? It's probably from Paul Smith. Okay, um, all right, Drew, here's your question. Yeah. Let me see if I can I'm give excited. it some setup. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, so, so... Oh, no, because I know why you would do it. There's no good way to ask this question. I'm just going to let you just take it because you you like French. You okay. like the stuff that has to do with it. And so asking the question, why Fashion Week in Paris, not Paris Fashion Week? Um, because the first one implies that you were there, and I know that you just enjoy it. <laughs> it's like, I can't. It's not a good. Okay, yeah, but, yeah, but damn, Drew. This question, who's this question by? Yeah. Oh, Lenny. Oh, my cats are killing each other. That's good. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. Anyway, Drew, why Fashion Week in Paris? Not yeah. Paris Fashion Week. Do what you want. Get okay. it. <laughs> okay. Let's let's try to. Okay. Um, okay. So clearly. To make this, to give my give myself some modicum or some charade of difficulty, uh, let's assume that I'm trying to create a competing mm-hmm. fashion excursion, right? And because because Paris Fashion Week is is organized the same way that New York Fashion Week is organized. That yes, London and Fashion I Week I know organized. how at least like one of those works, thing. so I can just copy paste the rest. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and so, but here's the thing, man, like you look at like, like these big, almost institutional things, like people are going a lot more grassroots here. Like recently, like you look at something Mm -hmm. like South by Southwest, like that's like a really low key affair, but it's, and and it's, you know, like really kind of independent, but it's, it's got a lot of important people at it. It's got a lot of, it's where like a lot of cool things are getting announced more and more. And so it's this opportunity by kind of lowering the barriers to entry to an event like that, where you get a lot more interesting and more new cutting edge mm. ideas. And by the same token, like it's set in Austin, Texas, Austin, Texas, if you don't know, is like a, that city has like an obscene amount of, of uh, music venues, like of bands, uh, places for bands to play. And so this is the thing, it's a thing that kind of grew organically uh-huh. just from the city. It's, oh, okay, the city is a good place to have a bunch of concerts, have a bunch of things, uh-huh. so just organize them. Paris is a great place to do a fashion show. A lot of the designers are already there. It's a great city. Uh, people speak French. <laughs> like there's a lot of cool stuff there. And so I wouldn't want to take it and be like, oh, let me compete with Fashion Week by doing it somewhere else. No, the location's <laughs> perfect. It's I just need it to be a little less, you know, prestigious, 
and uh, be a little bit easier to just kind of wear whatever you want. And so it, it's having it, you know, calling it Fashion Week in Paris. It's like, oh, one, it's if people aren't going to pay attention, they, we may get some uh, some kind of like bleed over publicity for people thinking mm-hmm. we are Paris Fashion Week. Dope. Um, and, and people who were fed up with Paris Fashion Week, like, oh, oh, well, this isn't Paris Fashion Week. This is Fashion Week in Paris. It's a whole different thing. And they're going to come to our more low-key affair. You're going to see some more like cutting edge and kind of more out there stuff, you know, for, for what clothes <laughs> could be. And so it's just a lot of – it's a lot more options. And it gives me more flexibility because I'm not beholden to like the corporate overlords of Paris Fashion Week <laughs> or what the fuck ever. You, uh, you really <laughs> answered that question. Well done. Yeah, dude. I know. I no, know. I know. Bitch. <laughs> Do I have a good question? Yeah, dude. This question's from Melanie Jessel, friend of the show. Thank you, Melanie. This one was originally submitted for our wrestling Hell. episode. Uh, yeah, Melanie asks, um, let me see if I can just, uh, slather on a nice, um, a nice dry rub of right. context for this one. Um, you are running a competing wrestling league to gotcha. the WWE. You've already got your market where you're going to be going with not as high skill level. You've decided you're not going to try to compete there, but what you're going to try to do is have new and engaging uh, match types okay. that the WWE doesn't do, um, and so that that's that's kind of that's your avenue, that's your lane that you've found here. However, Daniel, with that in mind, the question I've got for you uh, from Melanie Jessel uh, is why a tag team and not a freeze tag team? It seems like freeze tag team would be newer, would be more interesting, but why just a regular tag uh, team? Match? This this question is actually pretty easy to answer because because freeze tag team. Ooh. Would be would be newer. Yeah, I would agree. Um, yeah. I can't imagine it would be more interesting because every match <laughs> I think would probably end in a ring out. Um, because the match begins, the match would oh, begin. Shit. If you're doing poorly, you would run yeah. to tag your partner. You tag them. They're still uh-huh. on the outside. And you've tagged them. They're now the uh-huh. legal man, but can't move. <laughs> <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so if they're not standing perfectly, like they're just going to fall, <laughs> they're just yeah. going to fall in that frozen state and they're going to get counted out. And you just, <laughs> you just go, whoops. <laughs> it's essentially a singles what match, is- but it was something stupid there. <laughs> Because it's the other alternative is like whenever they do that move where your your partner comes into the ring and then tags you, but then you've got both men in the ring and that's well, another. It's not, fault it's not a fa- it's not a tag unless you're actually on the outside apron holding on to the little stringies. Yeah, you could okay. you you could come in, okay, and you could like interfere and do stuff, break up pins or yeah. whatever. That's fine. It's when you actually try to tag yeah. that, that the match just completely falls apart instantly. Now, especially if you have two people and they're slugging it out and it's like, oh, wow, this intensity is great. Yeah. This is a lot of energy. This is so good. And you get one of those things where they're like both they double clothesline each other and they're both like on the ground 
and they're both crawling to their teammates. And mm-hmm. it's supposed to be this thing where they tag their teammates. They both come in because their two teammates have all their energy. And so it just picks the match back up. Yeah. And it has two people going 100% after this nice stall. What instead happens is you have two people crawling for about two minutes. They finally get the tag. The people uh-huh. on the outside don't come in. They stand there with their hands still out. And then the other people just have to find a way to like roll out of the ring, get back up near the turnbuckle, just stand next to them. Because if they just stay in the ring when they're not legal men, the ref will disqualify them. So they just have to get out of the ring. Yeah. I like the concept with your answer that the rest that the participants in the ta- in the freeze tag team match are surprised of the rules, like that they would still try to tag in their partner, knowing if they'll just get well, DQ'd. It's, it's just I don't want to get beat up anymore. Is what it comes down to. It's it's maybe <laughs> it, it's you get knocked around. Now I'd say there there may be like one yeah. or two wrestlers who could make it work. Like if you get yourself like a like a real good baby face. And then, you know, he's fighting some heels or whatever. And and then he, like, tags the guy in and the guy's frozen. Mm-hmm. You know, the babyface is going to put that guy into the ring anyway. Because, you know, he wants it to still be a fight. He wants it to be, like, a, a nice, fair fight. He's like, no, I want you in the ring. I want to have yeah. my best go at you. But then once he gets him in there and he picks him up and puts him into the ring, the guy's still frozen. <laughs> Yeah, he's frozen. He's fighting a statue. Well, see, I think like that actually that adds a whole other layer because that means that I know when I go to tag you, I need to also involve like you know, there's the physicality mm-hmm. of me doing the slap for the tag. I need to also find a way to crawl through your legs on the apron in the same motion. So it's actually it's a more athletic thing to well, do. No, you don't tag have to do that. Like you can tag and roll out any direction. You don't have to go out the same way the guy's going. <laughs> it's- well, no, no, it's well, no, it's I need to do that so that I can unfreeze well, you. No, you if you tag them, they freeze. Also, hold on. Yeah, no, and then you, you walk under their legs, and then they're unfrozen. That's how freeze tag works. Have you played Wait, freeze tag? I thought in freeze tag, the person yeah. that and in a, in this scenario, because the only thing that is a an actual legal tag in wrestling is is when you tag your partner, yeah. which I can only assume because the only people that can unfreeze okay. you are your teammates. But in this scenario, yeah. your teammates so you are to... the ones freezing you, so only your opponents could unfreeze you, which just, oh, it okay. also makes oh, freeze tag so really about... confusing. I, so then what about this, though? All right, so the two guys are fighting. They're really tired. They crawl. They both tag their guys. Now their guys are frozen. So what you're facing there for the end of this match is a double no, DQ. No, because you want to know what happens in this um, scenario. Are... If, if they want their people okay. to go back, if if... Like, say you have two people that really want to see, like, an actual match happen. Like, this is the tag team match everyone has faced. Everyone wants to wrestle. What happens is those people that just crawled yeah, now have to crawl to the opposite sides yeah. of the ring to crawl underneath the legs <laughs> of the other people who were just tagged in so that they can unfreeze and get in and fight. <laughs> it's like... It's, there's cooler ideas you could do. Like, I want to do something interesting. Let's do, like, I don't know, an electric chair match. But I don't want to freeze tag. <laughs> like, I'm not. No, it's not happening. Because especially, like, with tag team, you know, you can just throw any, like, tag team electric chair match shit. But freeze tag is bad. Freeze tag is a yeah. bad match type. Freeze tag is terrible. Great question, though. 
<laughs> yeah, no, top notch question. Out of the park. Out of the <laughs> ring for an illegal amount of time, so you're DQ. Hell yeah. Oh man. Um this next question that I am about to ask. Let me let me see who it's from. Ah, it's of course by Linton Lees from our nutrition and wellness episode. Uh Drew, I'm gonna give you a little Ooh. a little bit of yeah. of hmm. This is another one that's just kind of just there's actual <laughs> opinions you can have. A little, yeah. Um, a little so bit I of, guess hmm. once again, I'm very uninteresting this time around, but here we go. Drew, why diet pills, <laughs> not diet shakes? They're both things that exist that you could do for dietary reasons. I want to know why you think diet pills are better than diet shakes. Diet pills are faster. Yeah, diet I pills are faster. Them drink them. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You just yeah. you just put yeah, like so, two yeah, in a day. No, I know. <laughs> I get it. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no uh, that's a good easy. answer, yeah, Drew. Just, What's uh, my question? Throw some at me, dog. Fucking yeah, great. <laughs> good episode. <laughs> really good stuff. Uh, Daniel, your question. Your question oh, is good. from Winnie Lee. <laughs> uh, and this one was submitted for our fashion episode. Do another fashion one. Oh man, nice. Because the last one Lenny did from this episode was the fashion mm-hmm. Paris, that Paris Fashion Week. Uh, this one's actually pretty good though. All right. So the question Lenny asks. Um, this is just a just an mm-hmm. actual opinion based thing. Um, uh, uh, so Daniel, as a uh, mm-hmm. as a fashion mogul uh, that you are for this question. Um, Lenny asks just why sundresses and not moon skirts. Um, honestly, it's it's um it's winter. We're getting into spring. Uh, the weather's the weather is still a little chilly. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just want to wear something longer, cover your legs. <laughs> um, also, sun warmer than the moon. <laughs> In general, <laughs> I think you you'd be a little more comfortable. Uh, on the sun than you would be on the moon. <laughs> All right, Daniel, All right. let me throw you this curveball. All right, so yeah. according to Wikipedia, mm-hmm. the mass of the moon is around about, is it not going to tell me <laughs> this bitch better fucking tell me the mass, um, is 7.362 times 10 to the 22nd, which is multiple quintillions uh-huh. of tons. The sun, the sun's mass. Uh, oh, here we go. I'll just do. I'll just do mass relative to Earth. So, point zero one two three hundred of Earth. What the fuck does that mean? I'm so confused. All right, I'm just gonna turn these into real numbers. Um, <laughs> the the joke I'm going for here is the sun is certainly heavier uh-huh. than the moon. All right, good. I was hoping you were not going to debate me on that. Uh, bitch, so, I don't know about clothes. That, I don't know about fucking stars, planets, moons. You just <laughs> whatever. Throw it. <laughs> so with that in mind, like the sun is going to be a lot heavier. So wouldn't you want going into spring? Wouldn't you want some lighter clothing, like a moon, instead of wearing let, that entire let me, star? Let me um, let me tell you something. Um, if you were to look at the moon. Like you just look at it, like a nice big zoomed in picture, yeah. and you just you look at all of those right those different of crevices, and you and you just look at the color. The moon is essentially it's the cargo shorts of of 
like things Ooh. that exist out in the universe. This and you know what else? Yeah. There are so many fucking mm-hmm. moons everywhere. There's so many <laughs> moons. Mm-hmm. It's it's you're yeah. lucky if you're wearing Earth brand moons. Like there's some shitty moons that are just way out there that you've never heard of. Like fucking uh 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 what's faded glory moons brand cargo shorts that you're rocking. <laughs> but, there's only the, like, when people say the sun, you go, oh, yeah, the sun. <laughs> yeah, get, I got yeah, you. Yeah, sun. that's that thing yeah. that's, like, right there. Yeah, there's only the one of those that's close enough to actually, like, matter or wor- be worth talking about. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the thing. It's it, it's like there there's mm-hmm. glasses specifically named after them. <laughs> it's like, people, people don't wear wear moon goggles. They don't. <laughs> it's just not a thing that happens. Yeah, damn. No, you're actually right. It's like, and hoping, also, if you've did, ever been to a fashion show, like the real high end fashion shows, people wear the most stupidest, cumbersome, heavy looking shit in the world. There's just like so many extra layers. <laughs> it's like people just wear mm-hmm. a lot of things for the sole purpose of just, oh, that looks interesting. And it's like, yeah, that's the sun. You don't go to a fashion yeah. show to see somebody walk out in cargo shorts, take like eight beepers out of their pocket, <laughs> and say, "I wear it for work." <laughs> Damn. No. I, I didn't realize you were going to dunk on the moon this hard this episode. <laughs> Little dorky kid. <laughs> you should have kept him homeschool, walking around in in a public setting with those cargo shorts. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, Moon. Sorry, Moon fandom. Fucking get bent. We have clearly drawn the line in the sand here. And you're fucked. Get that moon shit out of here. Get your moon skirt wearing ass the hell out of my pocket. I took a big sip of water and I spit it everywhere. Uh, it's made such a mess. Oh, man. You know, a, a person who recommend, like, a person giving business advice would say you never want to shrink your audience. You always want to grow. <laughs> However, I'm going to go ahead and put forth the argument that maybe people who are moon fans aren't worth having. They can just get the hell out. <laughs> uh, you know how people got mad when scientists changed Pluto from a planet to what they call yep. like a dwarf planet? You know what? The moon's <laughs> a big rock. Fuck off. No longer. It's not even a moon. It's just a slightly above average sized rock. It's like all the coolest things that the moon does are just because the sun shines differently on it. It's like, like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like like the the like, oh, the moon was like so cool. I'm like, bitch, you know why? Yeah, it's because of the sun. Literally stealing, like, like stealing last, the sun's thunder. Like, like what? Like last year there was the eclipse. That's just like no one goes. Oh, you know what's really cool about the eclipse? No, the it's that cool part. shiny no, shit. The cool part is the, the sun. Yeah, it's it's the corona. It's the corona around the moon. It's all. <laughs> it's always the sun. It's, it's always, always the, sun. the sun. Oh man. 
<laughs> you even know that thing where you just see the moon in the sky? Not yes. even. That's the reflection just, of light from the sun. It's just the it's just the sun just the sun. gives it the sun allows you to see the moon and says, Look up there. Hey, sometimes yeah, I'll make it look bigger. And you go, damn, son, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no problem. I even think there's just me in like a in a really small like basically a walk-in closet <laughs> with like push pins and thread going all across it, and just it's always the sun <laughs> just written on the walls. I do really like it's always the sun, but Drew, more importantly, every time, yeah, more importantly, <laughs> is that you you want to find a way to let a lot of people express their creativity. You're, you're trying to create oh, like a like nice me. environment for people where people can just go out there, express their creativity, and, and they can be themselves. They can just uh, they can they can speak how they truly feel, and 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 it's just an enjoyable time mm-hmm. for all. Um, so, Drew, with that in mind, I have to ask: Why body yeah. slam, not poetry slam? This question is, of course, probably Paul Smith. We'll see. Uh, oh, Melanie Jessel in the wrestling episode. Why body slam, not poetry slam? Ooh, okay. And, and I, I want to. I want like a nice welcoming come in, space where people can feel free to like express uh, just, just, <laughs> just really, really kind of <laughs> let let people know what's going on. Um, all right, so here's the thing people might know not know about me. I'm actually uh, really into uh, beat poetry and like free verse and stuff like that. That's uh, stuff I'm I'm pretty into. Um, here's the issue though, like like that that kind of medium that that artistic space. It's really hard to engage an audience who isn't already like yeah. like into it. Like it's hard to if someone if someone's like I'm not into poetry, it's hard to convince them otherwise cuz anyone you run into has gone through ninth yeah, grade no, English. Yeah, like, no, I know I know what, what poems is. are so, and I know and I've written a fair amount, but yeah. just anytime I finish writing a poem, I just say, why not just put a beat under this and make it like a song and just yeah, it's like why the a fuck crap. bother with yeah. a poem? Yeah. It's like it's like if you're building a car and, so, and you put two wheels and you just say, oh, a Segway is better. Let's just, instead of just having a full done. car, let's just not finish it. Yeah. And so, like, that's the, that's kind of the hurdle, right? So, like, you have to be like, you have to go to the person and they're like, oh, I don't really, you know, I don't care or whatever. Or like, even if they're at, like, a poetry slam, let's say they didn't have anything better to do. Uh, they're, they're not, like, you'll say the poem and then they, they just have, like, no reaction, right? Because they don't, they don't. Like you don't really know how to respond to someone just kind of talking to you in a more in a more like in an elevated way. Right? But you know what you do know how to respond to? Body slam to the earth. And so like it really it cuts out that awkward middle ground. So like it's they don't really know how to get into the field. They don't know how they're supposed to react. But a body slam cuts out all that indecision. It cuts out all that ambiguity. It's so you walk into like a poem poetry slam thing, and he's, you know, he's talking about fatherhood, but he's framing it like it's a game of dodgeball, and that's like a kind of a weird jank metaphor, and you're not really following like his cadence is off. And you just don't know, like you're like, oh well, the words were good, but he said it dumb. Am I supposed to clap for that? Is it like a politeness thing? However, same situation. And that guy's talking to you about fatherhood as he puts your ass to the mat and then goes up and sets up for a swanton. Like you were like, oh, okay. 
I'm getting hit and beat up right now. I know what to do. And that's a real fatherhood lesson, right? Like, Z is like, oh, hey, you can't just sit here and get body slammed because I'm going to keep doing it. Like, it just takes out and it it, it opens up, you know, the field because people think like, oh, poets like they're oh, snooty. Yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. really they don't like normal bit. people. And even then, like, yeah. if I if I'm going to if I am assuming that in the scenario, the type of people that I am like, you you tell me, hey, there's a poetry slam going on. Do you want to go there? And then I'd have like these five people that would pop up in my brain of the exact people I would imagine would go to a poetry slam. You put those five people in front of me and I'm watching them body slam a motherfucker. I would go, whoa, how that girl weighs like 13 pounds. Her hair is just everywhere. Yeah. What is this? How do her arms even work? Yeah, it's like how do you get and just and there's there's nothing quite like a like a well executed body slam to really bring someone <laughs> down to earth, and I feel like that's the point. Uh, thank you. This is my uh, this has been my work. Uh, poetry slam v body slam. Uh, this is for my latest book of poetry, <laughs> poems of Drew. Um, it's at Barnes and Noble everywhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey man, I used all the good poetry in the book, and it's just diagrams of different oh, ways yeah, to slam like someone to the ground. Um, with that, yeah, it's really the best one. But there's Batista yeah, bombs. There's, there's, there's jackknife power bombs. Like <laughs> it's like I only really like one type of poetry. <laughs> it's, it's like, dude, I love some haikus, but you know, I'll fuck with the other stuff. Just give me duplexes exclusively. I know, so yeah, which, I'm not really uh, a which limerick body slam do you think would be um, a limerick? <laughs> If if you had to, yeah, you know, it would be like a would be a limerick. Oh, the fucking the um uh uh what's his what's the guy who's got big old cans of ham for fists? I what's that wrestler? He went to you. He's got the Jimmy John sponsorship. What's the guy? Oh, Brock Lesnar. When Brock Lesnar, when Brock Lesnar's suplex John Cena 16 times, effectively slamming his body to the ground, way past when anyone was interested in seeing it, but that's why it was so cool, that's probably a limerick. Like, it shouldn't be this long, but the fact that it is this long makes it a bit gotcha. more interesting and, than some and of the what other do you, types. And what do you think, like, a like a simple yeah. roses are red, violets are blue body slam would be? Like, just a nice old... Uh, that's the one that they... That's the one that they do to you when they're actually teaching you how to take a body slam. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right, yeah, it's it's the training. All right, cool. Well, that was um, that was informative for me. We got time for one more question, yeah. (laughs) We yeah, we do, and it's the last one. Uh, This one was originally submitted for our board games episode, Um, and and Daniel, you and your local Monopoly group, you you guys get together every month with this Monopoly (laughs) ass. Oh, I. You guys play for keeps. Like you this is a high stakes, no holds barred monopoly group, and you guys meet up and you play with real money and it's got real stuff that you guys do okay. every single month. <laughs> and so and so the 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 consequences are a bit more mm-hmm. elevated than your standard run of the mill mm-hmm. fare. Um, with that in mind, this question was submitted to us uh, from from a friend of the show, Lenny Lees. Thank you, Lenny. Um, with that in mind, Daniel why a get out of jail free card and not hire a lawyer? And, and the reason I bring up the high stakes is I'm, I'm doubtful 
that a person in this group is actually going to leave it all at the table. They're probably going to bring some real world consequences. So why are you just using a get out of jail free card and not also getting some real world defense? Uh, here, here is the thing. Um, we're, we are playing for keeps and I understand that. Uh huh. Um, but the, the main thing about it is, is that if I, if I hire a lawyer uh-huh. and, and then the lawyer doesn't do a good enough job and I am sent to prison. Yeah. I don't get to get any revenue. As long as I am in prison, yeah. I can no longer make any money in the game of Monopoly I was playing. And I've already invested mm-hmm. so much, and I'm assuming that hiring a lawyer is probably a, a, a chance chest, <laughs> a community chest card. Yeah. So, it's in both. It's both, it's both a chance and a yeah, community of, chest. Of hire a lawyer, lose like five hundred thousand dollars, and it's and it's if and it, honestly, the main thing is that if if it's me and my friends. And we're playing yeah. like some hardcore heavy duty monopoly. Yeah. And I have the option of a get out of jail free card. Mm-hmm. And and we're otherwise just playing like a regular game. And and so it's just it's just people it's essentially just gambling. We're just gambling. And I know that someone yeah. is going to beat me. I kill them. Mm-hmm. I I murder that. I I I specifically do a thing that is that level of illegal because it, yeah. and I, I make it as cut and dry as possible. It is. I, there are two witnesses. I, I have a gun. <laughs> I shoot and kill my friend. I shoot and kill my friend. He's now out of the game. His money gets split up among the rest of the players. <laughs> and, so, and so now I'm back in now. Granted, we would have to pause the game for a little while. But I, at that point, two witnesses, I shot them. I would admit that I was guilty. The only thing that I would have to make sure of is that this was just like one count of just straight up murder. It's like, I killed somebody. It's like, and that's it. Because if there's multiple things, then, then that might fuck me up because I can only get out of jail free once. Yeah. If there's multiple counts, then that's that's extra jail time, yeah. and I can only do it the one for the one thing I do. Yeah. And so what I oh, yeah. so I have to make sure if if I have the gun, I shoot the man. I put the gun down and say everybody else here is safe. I'm not threatening anyone else. I've killed my friend. <laughs> and then the two people saying, "Okay, well, we're calling the cops," and I'm like, "That's okay." I get it. <laughs> and, then they, and they get there and then they say, and they say, you know, it, what you say can and will be used against you in, 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 uh, in a court of law. And I say, I am counting on it. And, I, and they, they, they just fast track me. They don't take me to court. There's no reason to no bypass yeah. lawyer. I get in jail. Yeah. And then, and then just like, once I'm in there, I just say, oh, by the way, I need to make sure that I get money off of my hotels. And they go, oh, oh, shit, shit. <laughs> another one, Damn another one coming through. <laughs> another one. And then, 
And then, and but See, then the one the one thing about it, the way that they do get me back a little bit is that on my way out, they just have one tile on the floor painted, painted go, and it's just like, and I'm like, oh, right, and then they say, nope, <laughs> not when you go directly <laughs> to jail. <laughs> I go, all right, missing out on two hundred bucks, but overall worth it, I think. <laughs> See what would have helped uh, pe- people who um, who listen to the show and don't know us in real life may not know this. Daniel and I are actually in the same high stakes monopoly <laughs> group. Um, the guy he shot, it just comes down to bad luck. We were playing, I you know I roll, I'm like, oh look, a seven, and so I move my uh, move my Scotty dog seven pieces or seven uh, seven you know, move sets, and uh, you know you get community chest, open it up, got the bulletproof vest. If he had just pulled the bulletproof vest out of the community chest, he would have been fine. But Dan got the gun and shot him. Like this is just this is how high stakes Monopoly works. Yeah, and it's just if you're not if you're not here to play, what are you doing? This is Monopoly. I'm just happy like, that we allowed the um the 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 subsection of like casual rules people do where they get to replace their pieces with a uh, like pieces mm-hmm. from other things. And so I just had uh, the revolver yeah. from Clue, and I said, "Don't worry about it. Yeah, this is my piece." And then they, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you know, I, a, a full-on revolver slammed onto the table, so like eight spaces, <laughs> knocks all the cards down. <laughs> but that's, that's high stakes, motherfucker. Yeah, that's, that's good. That might be one of my favorite Monopoly questions that we've gotten, and I think that that is ten. We did ten. Oh yeah. Ooh uh, yeah, uh, we did ten for this one. Uh, this was Break the Bank Volume 5. Um, uh, we're going to go into the, the outro of the whole bit. Well, hold on. Don't um, we have some housekeeping uh, yeah. uh, shenanigans? Oh, yeah. So we have a lot, yeah. <laughs> um, actually. Okay. So this is the this is the first episode since we went on holiday hiatus. Um, I do want to say, let me see what the number is because holy shit, people. This is a lot of I feel like I'm reacting like Griffin McElroy. I feel like I'm stealing his whole bit and I'm going to continue to do so because I like him. Um, okay. Yeah. So like we, we broke, like uh, we broke, we were at a thousand and seventy seven total plays at the end of 2017. Um, it's like where we ended at. Uh, so currently we're at 17, we're at 1704. Um, yeah, we got a lot of plays here recently, and that's awesome. <laughs> um, I just want to shout out people to, I guess, discovering the show, um, despite no new episodes coming out. So I'm assuming just, you know, listening to the same shit over and over again. I'm very sorry for, <laughs> if you're doing that. Um, uh, but no, like, that's cool. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, we're at 1,700. We're about to hit 2,000 plays. Um so that's cool. Now I don't. Uh, I don't want to try to overshadow got- uh, me and yours combined thing, but I would like to say that yeah. the Christmas titties, the awakening, has oh. three hundred and sixteen yeah. listens. <laughs> the awakening. <laughs> uh, please do give that a Just listen uh, if you haven't already. <laughs> Have they kept emailing Josh about it? I think he deleted shit. his email like a bitch. <laughs> here's the right, here's the thing audience uh so if you listen back to the episode where that joke is from 
Uh, it's Daniel's. Daniel sends what is clearly a scam. He sends them an email and then puts in our friend Josh's email address as the contact email <laughs> um, for further harassment, basically. And, and he says it. He says the full email address in the show, in the audio. And so I'm like, okay, our podcast for that. For that I probably shouldn't just have Josh's email just in an episode. And so I re- I overdubbed that part with I'm pretty sure just saying dog jokes or something like that. So it's like dog jokes, dog jokes at dog jokes dot jokes or something like that. And then so the episode goes up and then Josh posts a screenshot of the email he got, which is a very funny thing to do. <laughs> props to him that that is a funny reaction but he just leaves his email in the screenshot with no editing with no blur with no black bar no scribble or anything and so i put in any effort to protect his identity in the event that let's say hypothetically the show ever went from 200 plays to 1700 ever hypothetically and he just put it in uncensored just so with that in mind if you are listeners who uh (laughs) listen to us specifically on soundcloud um from other regions uh we do have a facebook so if you would please follow us on facebook you can find those screenshots you can steal that email (laughs) (laughs) part to make sure that didn't happen and clearly we are punished and (laughs) that is what we get um but yeah, no, uh, so we're on Facebook. That is where a lot of announcements are going to come. Uh, for example, that's where we announce our merchandise. Uh, we have shirts and stuff now. Um, we've already started to sell those. Those are uh, we have. We'll have them linked in the description. They're also linked. Uh, they're actually directly linked on our Facebook page. You can literally browse all of them there, and then you can click through and then order if you want them or anything like that. Um, it's just a way if you want to support the show, but also get you know anything tangible out of it. That's a way you can because uh, the money does go to us. Um, what else? What else? Oh, uh, we did a uh, – so our next episode we're going to have going up is going to be Time. That's going to be episode mm-hmm. 13. Um, uh, after that, since we've got that theme locked, what we did, especially if you're a new listener, you wouldn't know this. Um, we got a bunch of audience submissions. We mentioned it uh, early in the episode where we got like five submissions for uh, themes for episodes. And we actually liked a lot of the submissions we got. So what we did is we had our audience vote on Facebook. We had a poll and they voted on all of the different submitted themes. A funny thing happened is that we got a tie. Um, We got a tie on, let me see here. Uh, So I'll go, I'll go uh, last place to first place. Uh, So it was musical instruments and last out of, uh, we had nine, we had eight total submissions. Uh, Then it was superheroes. And then aquatic life and childcare were tied. And then above them, birthdays and shapes were tied. But in first place, we had a two-way tie between the law and slogans. <laughs> so what we've decided to do, uh, because we're awful, is just combine those two themes so that they both get to have won. Um, so with that in mind, that means our episode 14 is going to be legal slogans. Legal slogans. So these are sayings that are specifically relevant in a courtroom setting or with law enforcement or something to that regard. Um, 
so yeah. Uh, is there anything else we need to announce? Uh, not, um, not anything else that I am aware of. Uh, we appreciate all of the listens, even when we've been away. We think it's yeah. neat that you guys uh, like the yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, we, it's like wildly. They cl- clearly what we need to do is stop making new episodes because we get a spike in viewership. We that's do. good. We should pre- we awesome. should keep saying that and prepare them for that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, other shoutouts. Our intro and outro music is by Prax. We'll have him linked in the description as well. Uh, please check him out. He is kind enough to do our music for us. Uh, he also just makes really cool shit. Um, again, if you want merch, we'll have that link that's linked directly on our SoundCloud. It'll be linked in the description, linked everywhere. Um, and uh, without in mind, uh, as as we always say here on the show, <coughs> bye! And then the outro starts or whatever. Now see, what's fun about the outro going this time is that uh, Prax actually just released a new song 22 days ago. So I'm actually yeah. listening to that one instead of what we're going to currently have playing um, oh, when people yeah. are listening to this. Yeah, so they'll be able to tell the slight difference in the, in the vibe. Uh, uh. Ooh, ooh. Okay. This one's a little weirder than than his, uh, his usual kind of thing he do. Maybe there's just a you lot of builds. It sounds like the start of a chase scene in Cowboy Bebop. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, it's cutting through. Like, the guy Spike is trying to chase down doesn't quite know he's being chased yet, and Spike's, like, trying to not make it too obvious, so he's, like, cutting through people. And so it's just got, like, that little bit. Yeah. This is nice. I could, um... I could listen to this, yeah. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. And then I just stop the track. I just stop the audio. Uh, dead in its dead in its uh, dead in its tracks, and then that's when you hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's when you stop recording. That's when you hit the stop recording button. Oh yeah, that's where it is. 